Welcome to the Creating Us podcast, hosted by the Office of People and Values. My name is Jason Weber, your host, and I'm joined today with the rest of the Office of People and Values, Tom Price, Tanya Fraley, Deshaun Avery, and the Jackie Jackson. Today, for our podcast, we're going to talk about the topic of transition. And I got to say, it's taken a lot of different meaning for our team over the last couple of weeks. So on June 1st, I made a transition out of the associate vice president role into an associate vice chancellor role at the system. We have the opportunity to transition uh, in the work that we've been doing a part of the Health Sciences Center and scaling it on an enterprise level to additional universities. That is a huge, huge compliment. It is a wonderful opportunity, but yet it creates a lot of transition. It creates a lot of questions, a lot of unknown. And so we automatically go into this mindset of change and how do we respond to change? How is the change going to impact us? And with it only being a week, we're already seeing areas that are being highlighted more than maybe what we thought. Additionally, we look at transition and we think about our values-based culture. What does transition mean in, in the sense of how we choose to live our values day in and day out? So for today's episode, we're really going to look at transition to talk about really the impact, how we're interpreting, how we're applying, and really working through these transitions. So to go ahead and get it started, Jackie, you've brought, you know, as we were prepping for this, like five minutes ago, um, as we've, you know, as we've been prepping for this, uh, there was quite a bit that, you know, you were thinking about. So what are your thoughts on this? You know, Jason, if you if I could step in and just share uh, my my thoughts on it would be if you really think about transitioning, there's an opportunity sometimes because we'll start to get we'll have fear. What's going to mm-hmm. happen? You know, and so sometimes, you know, fear will come in or we start to wonder or. And so really our values really suggest to us that no matter really what goes on, you know, we ought to really, you know, strive to, you know, not only be our best self, but handle those things in front of us that we can handle. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it brings, you know, transition brings this, this thought of, well, what about me? What am I going to do next? Or what's going to happen? Or there's going to be changes. How's it going to fake me? We start to look at the worst instead of saying, how can we look at this as a positive? You know, what's the best way to go? So I, I, that's the first thing I see. And, so I, and I'll think you back on that. Oh. I'm sorry. No, no, no. And, and that's okay. Now that you've unmuted yourself and decided to join us for this <laughs> podcast, which is wonderful. But, but Deshaun, so what you're getting at, and I'll pose this question, but then Jackie, I'll let you, you know, kind of run with it here. So what you're getting at then, Deshaun, is saying that many times when we deal with transition and we talk about change and all of this, is that we tend to view it through that negative lens first, and we have to kind of work ourselves into that positive viewpoint. Is that correct? Yes, sir. It, I think that's a natural tendency to say, well, man, what about me? Or what's going to happen to us? Or, you know, uh, we don't know what's going to happen. But really, when you really think of it, you know, it's opportunities. Mm-hmm. So, you know, opportunity for whoever's transition, 
uh, transition into something new and then opportunity for the team, you know, to also walk into it. But I think first, uh, sometimes you always, uh, me anyway, I kind of look at how this is going to impact me instead of really kind of coming back to the one team, like our values really uh, guide us in the collaboration. Yeah. Yeah. That's going into that fight or flight, right? Yeah. Something is a threat. This is a threat to me. Something is changing and it's not something that has been initiated by me. I haven't evaluated that yet. And so we go into that fight or flight. And that makes me think of our value of kind hearted, where we first go to that place where we react to the news or to the situation. And we need to sit in that weight chair and think about it, take that 90 seconds and then respond to the situation. And um, Deshaun also alluded to it being not about me, but about others as well. And that takes me to the one team, you know, holding ourselves and each other accountable um, for accepting or giving and accepting um, constructive feedback. I know for me, um, sometimes a transition may come because of, I find that it's not something that I'm actually good at. And when I'm getting given feedback on it, the decision might be made to, well, maybe we'll try you over here in this rather than in that, because we have this person over here who really does well in that. And accepting the fact that, hey, this is not my gift. This is not my strength. And I think that's a great way that we're able to accept, if we're able to accept where our weaknesses are, take that constructive feedback, turn it into a positive and work in the areas of our strength. And yeah, we can grow and mature in areas where we are uh, weak in, but accept the fact that your team member it does well in that, you know, because there's other things that they may be weak in that you can step up with and, and help out with. So that's just a couple of things that came to mind from Deshaun sharing. One of the one of the topics that we had discussed, and I think there's a lot of different angles that we can take with this, but thinking specifically of our visionary value uh, and one of the guiding behaviors is being resilient and confident when faced with challenges. When we think about transition, whether it be a positional transition, you know, because on any team, we all play a role. We all have an impact, whether you think so or not. One of my favorite questions to ask teams is, what would be missing if you left today? And, you know, because we can, we can approach things and say, oh, what, what happens if you left? Well, of course, they're just going to post a job and replace it. Well, let's put that aside, right? That, that's, that's an understanding. And that, that's a business decision. But what about you? What is your role? What do you play? What do you hope that will be missing from your team? And so acknowledging that and saying that, you know, a transition in a team is going to uh, create some uh, positive, maybe positive emotions or negative emotions, right? Where does resilience fit into that? Well, I think, uh, Jason, I'm, I'm going to back up a little bit and go back to uh, piggyback off to Sean's uh, comment. Uh, so... I lived in a world for 26 years of a transition. And I can tell you from experience that when I got to the end uh, or anybody for that, for, for that matter, who does 20 plus years in the military, 
imagine if you will waking up and I, I think Jason, you can relate to, to this son because you, with your law enforcement background, Deshaun, you know, you spent some time in the army, you put on the same uniform every day, you know, you, you work in that same culture every day, you understand the uh, dynamics of your team every day. And then 26 years later, it's time to walk out and do something else. You know, the Air Force, for example, uh, has those core values, integrity for first, service before self, excellence all we do. So I was told, you know, by those uh, veterans who, who, who retired before me, hey, it's gonna be a lot different when you go to the civilian world. They're not gonna have those core values. And to be honest, there's only two companies that I work for that had anything that was that that, that said value in it. Uh, Film Directors Life is a company I work for in Abilene and here at Texas Tech. When I came in and the first thing I picked up a little red book and I started reading the core values, I'm like, hey, this is kind of close to what the Air Force had. But, you know, it, it was kind of scary transitioning from the military life to the civilian world because yeah. that's all I knew. Every day, the same uniform. I knew the values. I knew the culture. But what I found out is that I was versatile enough to make the transition. And I was lucky enough that I wasn't locked up into a process where I couldn't fit in to, you know, to those different organizations. So if you ask me, what would I, if I left today, what would uh, the OPV miss? And I think it would be the, the, the different perspectives that, that I bring in from the other organizations, the different places that I've lived, uh, the different teams that I've been on. But that's not to say that somebody will come in. One thing that we talk about in, 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 the, um, in the military is you should always train somebody to replace you. So that when you leave, when you make the transition, the team keeps moving forward. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it, it makes a lot of sense. I was actually having a conversation this morning about succession planning. And, you know, the challenge that we run into in regards to developing that next leader, right, developing others so that they could come in and take over if they needed to, Um, you know, we're going to face that on our team, right? Uh, We're going to experience that at any point. So, if we find ourselves in a state of mind where we're having a hard time or we don't buy into this transition, what do we do? Yeah, I would, I would, first of all, Jason, I think that what we've created on our team is the opportunity to have those conversations. Uh, and I think, you know, the collaboration uh, piece is really important because, you know, first thing I said, just using our team as an example, you know, uh, with you, the first thing I thought about was how does this impact Jason's life? So for you, you know, uh, you know, congratulations, you know, Um, and so then you go from congratulating the individual to say, okay, now how does this impact us? So I think that conversation is, you know, uh, so we can talk through those things well, this may come up this, you know, so I think when we're not collaborating, um, you know, um, we're going to have those problems. So I, I would say uh, everything comes right back to, um, you know, assuming good intentions, you know, our kind hearted values, having those conversations uh, starting over. So it's so easy to kind of, you know, want to want to already, you know, look at it like, well, 
you know, the house is about to catch on fire, you know, so let's some good intentions. Let's have these conversations. Let's talk through it. So that, that would be the first thing I, I would suggest. You know, when he asked the question, the first thing that popped in my mind was integrity. Yeah. You know, um, we need to be willing to be honest. We have to be vulnerable, um, humble, you know, with one another. And, um, you know, that foundation of a great team is the trust, being able to trust one another. And it's hard when you don't have trust because who wants to expose themselves to being hurt, right? And not being taken seriously or even being considered. But uh, integrity came to my mind because one of the um, characteristics of that in our values is about making ethical choices in every situation, you know, um, being honest, regardless what the outcome is going to be, honoring our commitments and being transparent. Um, Deshaun was just sharing and, and what I heard him saying, what he said, it translated to me communication, you know, um, communication is a part of this and understanding um, how communication works and how to communicate, how to be prepared to have that conversation that you need to have. So you make sure that you go in and um, touch all the points that need to be touched, especially that what last 8%. <laughs> saying the things that we really don't want to say, but really need to be said. We might walk away from a conversation and not say it because we seem to have come to a good compromise, but it lingers. You know, we need to put it all on the table. We need to be transparent. And you also need to collaborate through open communication, and that goes both ways. Um, and, and especially during times of transition, um, I, I think what what this means, all of this means to me is it's just a reminder that our principles, our values drive everything that we do. It's it's our thoughts. It's our either our reactions or our responses. Yeah. Um, it's our ability to to use this um, to learn and grow from and to become better at what we do and more knowledgeable about what we do. Um, hopefully that that will, those type of things will also help to inspire that curiosity of, yeah, this is gonna impact me, but instead of thinking it from a negative lens, how what could be some positive outcomes from these changes or these transitions um, being made? Because a lot of times what I've found is when, when change is happening and it's scary, um, the first thing I'm going to go to is just like Deshaun said, it comes back to me. It's all about me. How is this going to affect me instead of broad scope? I can't see broad scope until I pull it in and think, you know what? Maybe this is a good thing. So far, what I've found in, in my life is that every change has actually led to something better when I've allowed it to. Um, and that's been, that's been one of the hardest lessons though, is thinking, how is this going to impact me? And, and how can I look at this through a good lens, a positive lens on, you know, maybe the change was unexpected. Maybe it was, it could have been personal or professional, but every single time that, that transition has happened, change has happened. 
I've been able to look back and think, you know what, if that wouldn't have happened, I wouldn't be here or I wouldn't be doing this or I wouldn't have this or, you know, I wouldn't have met that person. There's always something in transition that if you look hard enough, there's some good stuff that comes out of it. And, and real quick, if you let me uh, piggyback off that, Tanya, what you said, a lot of, a lot of uh, what I experienced, especially my military career, when a person would want to transition from one, one job to the next, if they saw something, special duty assignment, they wanted to go do something different. A lot of times it was a, it was looked on as negative, you know, not, 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 not a lot, but what happens or what happened was number one, the, the leadership, didn't want to lose a, a good a good person, you know. They didn't want to lose that experience, so they, they kind of hindered that person from making those transitions throughout their career. But what I would what I would say is, if anyone who worked for me, I would say, look, if you want to go do something, I'm going to help you do that because in the long run, that's going to help you become a a, a well rounded person in your career to be a better leader, mentor, whatever the case may be. So I would never want to hinder anybody's progression or help them transition from from place to place. You know, and it's it's interesting as we, you know, kind of weave through this topic and get onto this point, you know, kind of going, Tom, what you were saying and Tanya as well. One of the conversations that I've actually had several times has been when we get to the point of posting and, and replacing me at the Health Sciences Center what are we looking for? Like, what are we, what are we seeking? What is it that we're wanting? And my immediate response is I want somebody completely different than me. And it's been kind of comical hearing people say, well, why would you say that? Like we, we need this, we need that. And, you know, it really resonated what you were saying, Tanya, about if we let it right? If we, good things will happen if we let it, right? We'll work through it. We'll see the positive if we acknowledge, if we let it. And, you know, it's that point of, you know, we've had, you know, a little over two and a half years together. Well, I've, you know, been able to bring in a certain influence. I want someone to come in and bring something completely different, right? Um, it wouldn't be any fun if all we did was maintain status quo. Because where is growth going to happen? I mean, I think we've all seen it many, many, many times. You see the little images or the cartoons where, you know, where my comfort zone is and growth is outside of that comfort zone, right? And so change can be a good thing if we allow it to, right? If we are willing to look for the benefits and look for all of that. So, uh, it's just, I kind of find humor in it now when, you know, when I talk to individuals, all right, what are, what's the profile? What are we going to be looking? And I said, the exact opposite of what I brought. And they're like, what? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It's like, but if you think about it, think about the perspective, you know, and Tanya uh, and Deshaun, you know, and, and Jackie and Tom, we've all had different leaders, We've had good leaders. We've had bad leaders. We've had leaders that we've gotten along with and leaders we haven't, um, that we've agreed with, that we haven't. But yet, if we look back on it, they all taught us something. And if we view it kind of through that perspective and that lens, how exciting, right? Deshaun, you shared a, a quote with us here. Um, I'd love for you to 
cover that. Yeah, I found this quote, Oprah Winfrey say, the greatest discovery of all time is that a person can change his future by merely changing his attitude. And I think that's exactly what you 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 speak to there is how we see it. You know, and, and I admire the fact that you say you want someone uh, that will come in totally different from you. And I'll just be honest with you, Jason. Oftentimes, when you work hard to create what you've created, sometimes you want somebody to come in and do it exactly like you did it. You know, I work hard to do it this way. So I want somebody to come in and don't mess it up. But, you know, so for you to be able to say, hey, I want somebody to come in and be to have the freedom to do what they would like. And so I think that sets a good foundation for somebody else to come after you to know transition still is moving and we're growing uh, in the same way. It's like somebody who comes along and, and, and does a, a remake of a song. And whoever did that song the first time, you know, they did it perfect. And then the next person comes along, we're expecting that that that, that next song, uh, person who's going to sing that song to do it the same way. But you're looking for that person to put their own spin on it, to make it theirs. Because what would be the point of doing the same old song by different people over and over? You might have both just left it alone. I mean, you know, I mean, it's a, that's just a simple way to explain things, but that's my outlook on it. Well, I wanted to share something that Steve Sosslin had said once, and it was so powerful that I ended up writing it down. And he made the comment, he said, and, and I want to tie this back in with our values, because that our values are going to help lead us through any transition. He made the comment, our values are a guiding light for our university. When we started this journey, we started with the hope of how great our environment could be if we could truly integrate our values into the workplace. We are not giving you your values. We are simply saying, allow your values to lead you each day. I think if we allow our values to lead us each day, they're going to help us get through any transitions out there. You know, and I think it's a wonderful point and, and something that, again, it, it, it reminds us and it's something that our office talks about a lot. Our values are not just words on a page. Our values are not just, you know, something we can hang on the wall. These are, these are values and guiding behaviors that will guide us, that will help inform that next step. So, We've covered a number of different angles. We've really taken an interesting journey with this topic of transition. You know, there's, it's always good can come out of it. And we have a very exciting future if we're willing to believe it and we're willing to own that. Before we wrap up our time together today, why don't we go around the room and uh, what's a takeaway, a key takeaway or a point uh, that you would make. Uh, Deshaun, I'll start with you. Yeah, I, uh, I really love, I love the thought because no matter what happens, you know, we, we are getting, you know, today the present. And so again, the present is something that we could really deal with. We can't operate in the past. So this, this helps me say deal with the present and the future will take care of itself. Tom. It just, uh, it reminds me of, uh, a saying that an old supervisor I had many years ago, he would always say, there's always room for improvement. There's always room for improvement. Jackie. Hmm. 
I'm gonna um, do a quote from Dr. Seuss. So in the words of Dr. Seuss, he says, you're off to great places. Today is your day. Mountain is, your mountain is waiting, so get on your way. <laughs> I just think that we have to be willing to move. We need to be yeah. willing to move forward um, and have that positive outlook. And thank you. This was a good conversation. Wonderful. Tanya. I, I think for me, it's don't fear it. Um, and even if you do, try to change your lens and see what happens. Because I think that through change and through transition is where our biggest growth comes from. And when you finally get to that other side, you're going to be glad that you were resilient and just pushed through um, the things that you'll learn, the things that you'll experience are going to shape you into, you know, a much stronger person, a better person. And so even though it feels a little bit scary, um, keep pushing through. It's going to be okay. You know, and that can be, while it's easy to hear and it's easy to say, it's difficult to do. And I think overall, when you think about the transitions you're experiencing in your life, and that's for each and every one of us uh, who's a part of this uh, recording, this call, you're thinking about where you are at the time and place, know that there's another day, there's another opportunity, there's more that to come, and be open, be willing. You never know what opportunities may show themselves. So I want to thank you for spending the time with us on the Creating Us podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback, please send us an email at opv at ttuhsc.edu. And until next time, take care.